0: Superfly Hayes tells me that Matt Shepard, TV voice of your Tigers on Ballet Sports Detroit, is standing by. I want to get his thoughts on spring training, Tigers' possible roster going north, short, long term future, and these rule changes, which uh, the, I love speeding it up, Shep. But man, I, I think this is moving a little bit too quick. You know what I wish they would do? Is that have, have the speed it up, but after the sixth inning, it stops. <laughs>
1: Billy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think you can play two different games within the same game. Um, I, I I wouldn't necessarily go that far. I, and the only look, I, I like the new rules uh, to a certain extent. I didn't think I'd like them to start. Uh, I remember a couple years ago, or was it last year? We did seven inning double headers. I didn't think I'd like that either. And then uh, the more uh, the Tigers played them, the more I, I got used to it and liked it. Um, the only rule that I, I wonder just a little bit about and wonder if it will be tweaked just at all is the two disengagement rule for pitchers. Uh, that seems to give uh, you know base runners and hitters a, a, a much deeper uh, advantage than I think many people uh, perhaps originally would have thought. Um, but look, I mean, a lot of people say it's very refreshing. Um, I've talked to a lot of guys who' called games already. Uh, I think the challenge, you know, for a, a lot of radio and TV play-by-play guys is kind of getting those stories in. Um, but you know what? If this is what fans want and uh, you you save them some time, then uh, I think it's worth a shot, you know?
0: Yeah, I do wonder because there's that split side between, I know you do uh, baseball and TV for Ballet Sports Detroit as a TV voice of the Tigers, but I, I don't like the speed it up, uh, let's get out of here as quickly as we can. When I'm in attendance at a game, unless it's like 20 degrees.
1: Well, I think you're you're more of a purist, um, and I, I can't say that I, I I necessarily disagree with that because I kind of am as well. Um, but uh, the bottom line is that people like us have to adapt. Uh, we've adapted to, you know, reading our newspaper online for example. Uh, I think this is something that you and I can, can adapt to. I think the other thing that, that we forget just a little bit about is the, the adaption of the, of the new scheduling. You know, you're know, you going to have 52 games against the division, 13 against each team, and it used to be 76. Uh, you've got 64 games against the rest of the league. You've got 46 interleague games when it used to be 20. Um, so I, I, you know, th- that's that's a big positive as well. I think though, but I mean, look, the, the bottom line is that there were all kinds of issues in where fans wanted to see some type of action in a game, and there just there just wasn't enough action, uh, according to their research. That you've you've got to find a way to to create a little bit more action, and and the. You know, the games are going to go way down. Last year's average game, I think, was three hours and seven minutes. When you look at the, the minor league game, it's it's a little bit more than two and a half hours. And so far, I find that's, that's been proven out uh, in spring training so far, where the games have gone quickly.
0: Also, what's pretty cool with the new size of the bases, they flip up and they're actually warmers where you can eat some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that's, that's a little... That's a little unique.
0: Oh, my God. You're rounding. How do you not slide right off the bag, especially if you're wearing some cleats? <laughs> uh, you know, you're not on a turf field with turf shoes. I mean, you turn that corner. I know they did it to avoid injuries, believe it or not, but I'm thinking you could slide right off that thing in a heartbeat.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. They, in, in case people don't know, they've gone from 15 inches square to, to 18 inches square. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, you're going to, I mean, players are going to have to rush throws. Uh, over to first base because the base is a little bit closer for the runner out of the box. So, uh, look, people wanted action. They wanted to see uh, the ball in play more. Uh, They wanted to see stolen bases. Uh, This is all part of it.
0: Matt Shepard, TV voice of your Detroit Tigers for Valley Sports Detroit, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Heald Show across Michigan. And I've had a chance to talk to Scott Harris a couple times. I like him, but the reality is when you're kind of caught with only having your farm system, you're not a big free agent attraction yet until you get close to winning again. You're Harris. You're going to play as many young bats and young arms, as he said, during uh, the offseason, Shep, from a year ago when maybe expectations were too high for this team. What, what is the short- and long-term forecast right now for the Tigers?
1: Well, Jim Leland uh, has been quoted as saying he, he thinks the, the farm system's got better players than I think a lot of outside resources have been telling fans. He's higher on Parker Meadows and Cole Keith, for example, than I think a lot of other people are. Um, Scott Harris feels like, you know, you got to stabilize the pitching and the defense. Um, he feels like, you know, they're creating their own philosophy, not based on other teams that you know, they're going to anchor the core values, adhere to it, make some long-term success. And you, you can't get where where you want to go unless you have, a, you know, a collaborative culture. So that means everybody's on board and they want young controllable players who embody the offensive identity. And, and that's what they can get, you know. So you got 15 players who were on the 40-man to end 2022 that were let go. So you have um, a lot of young and up-and-coming players that you hope will We'll be able to, to learn on the fly. Look, Billy, how many times have you heard your fan base of the Tigers say, I want to see the young kids play? Um, we've heard it before doing Red Wing segments and Piston segments. And then once you get those young players, you know, how patient can you be with them? Well, you're going to see the young kids play. Uh, Andre Lipsch had another home run today. He is had a really nice spring training. I'm not saying he's going to make this team. I'm not saying he's going to be the starting third baseman, but you know, he's a former high draft pick out of Tennessee and he's a guy who can play second and third and a little bit of short too. They've played him in the outfield a little bit. Uh you know, you you need Spencer Torkelson, you need Riley Green. Uh, Nick Mayton is still a young player that they just acquired in the trade for Gregory Soto and Matt Gerling, too, in the mid-20s to a certain extent. So, I mean, th- those are the guys that uh, you're hoping you can win with. You just got to win differently. Who says that, you know, you got to spend money to win all the time? I-, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Tampa's done it quite well without spending a lot of money. But I, I get why so many people want big name free agents because you know it creates the headlines and 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 p- people feel like it's a proven product and uh, and you're gonna more you're gonna have a better chance of winning with it.
0: And when you win, usually if if you don't have to spend a lot of money, it's because you have a bullpen and a rotation. So looking at the Tigers' potential starters, looking at that revised and reshuffled bullpen in Detroit, Shep, how do you think that shakes out by the time they leave Lakeland?
1: that's yeah, a good question. I think uh, that in the third base spot and the extra outfielder spot are the biggest, you know, question marks that you have, perhaps the backup catcher spot. Um, but I, I think you're going to see a lot of players play for Detroit this year. Um, how many, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll give you an example. We were just talking about Tampa. Tampa's made the playoffs four straight years. They've used 61 players huge in those last two years. It's a lot of guys. Um, so, and the Tigers I, I think the key for the Tigers is you know they they can't go through another season where they use 17 starting pitchers so the question is you know who are the guys outside of you know Alex Lang and Jason Foley and Jose Cisnero and Tyler Alexander who are are you know are, are going to be in that in those relief roles you've got a lot of guys from which to choose uh, some of them young um, and like Englert and some of them have been around like Whistler so, I think a lot of it depends on what A.J. Hinch wants to use for different looks, different arm slots, and throwing from the different side of the of the rubber uh, depending on the team that he's about to play.
0: Matt Shepard, TV voice of the Tigers, Ballet Sports Detroit, uh, joining us. So is this a year, you're Scott Harris, you're the new president. You look and see what young arms and bats are ready uh, this season, and then you go attack free agency next year in hopes of uh, attracting holes that need to be or players that need to fill holes uh, for you. So uh, again, is is this a one year, two year thing before they're competitive again in the AL Central, or longer? Well, who who do you
1: and I think are the best teams in the AL Central? Sox. Cle-
0: right? It's Cleveland.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. With I, talent on paper, yes but they haven't proven it, have they? I mean, you know, when you've got Luis Robert and Eloy Jimenez unable to stay healthy and Tim Anderson unable to stay healthy, and Yasmani Grandal had a terrible year last year. Yohan Mankata had a brutal season a year ago. Um, their pitching is rock solid, but I, I agree with you. I mean, that's, that was my pick to win the division a year ago, but look at how disappointing they were huge. Uh, Cleveland was the youngest team in baseball a year ago. Uh, I don't think anybody thought Andre Jimenez was going to be as good as he was, and yet he was an all-star and a gold-glove second baseman. Stephen Kwan in the running for rookie of the year. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Miles Straw didn't hit the, hit the ball very well, but he was a damn good center fielder, and they got away with it with a guy like Austin Hedges who couldn't even come close to hitting 200 behind the dish. So they did it with pitching, they did it with defense, and they did it with guys getting on base. So who's to say? I I, I don't know, Huge. I just don't. I mean, I I haven't seen any teams yet. I don't know what this Tigers roster looks like just yet. So I hesitate to wonder if it's a one- or a two-year flip or or how good this team can be. You and I, you've been doing your show for for two decades, over two decades. Three plus two. Okay, how how many times have you noticed something surprised you? where a team made the Final Four, where a team made the Super Bowl. Hi, New York Giants and Eli Manning. How how many times has a team reached the the Stanley Cup playoffs? And you're like, what? How how did that happen? You know, I just, I I gave up trying to predict a long, long time ago. I like to think I know what I see. um, But until I start to see it in the regular season, I just don't know yet. And I don't think anybody does.
0: So, if you were setting the over/under win total for the Tigers in 2023 on the Eagle Sports and Casino mobile app, what would you put it at?
1: Oh, uh, well, let's put it this way: um, we know that well, they're twenty to one to win the AL Central, fifty-five to one to win the AL. In general, they won 66 games a year ago. They won 77 two years ago. So they were a minus 11 last year. Could they be another m- plus 11 this year with a more athletic roster and what you hope will be a healthier roster? Do you and I think that Jonathan Scope is going to have the same year that he had as as he did in, in 2022? If he does, I, I doubt he'll play much for, for A.J. Hinch this season. You just... You can't have guys who have that type of on-base percentage and, and low on-base percentage, and uh, and that was a career low, uh, 239, and a career low uh, 202 batting average. Uh, I think Javi Baez is going to have a, a bounce-back season. Uh, I would say that I think this team will be closer to 2021 than they were 2022. How's that?
0: Yeah, and that's why I just was going there, Shubb, because I said if this team could be closer to 2021 and Austin Meadows stays healthy and you right. get Riley Green to go next level and Torkelson uh, can just focus on hitting the ball and not overthinking and Haas comes back to ripping it like he did two years ago, this could be that team that overachieves by 10, 15, 18 wins.
1: I agree 100%. Um, there's a lot of ifs with teams that don't have much margin for error. You know, this is not the the Mets, it's not the Phillies, it's not the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Padres. They've got plenty of room for error, and they could lose a guy or two. The Tigers need a lot of things to go well. Uh, there's there's no question about it. But there's a lot of teams. Cleveland needed a lot of things to go well a year ago. Minnesota uh, is, a, is a better team, I think, this year. But they need Joey Gallo to perform, don't they? Absolutely. So I would say this. I think when with you, you just talked about Austin Meadows. You got Austin Meadows in left. You got Riley Green in center. You got Matt Beerling in right. For the most part, I'm uh, you know, and then you, you you've got the, the competition for the fourth outfielder. If you've got uh, Nick Maton against righties and he crushes righties uh, fastballs uh, at third base, and Javier Baez at shortstop, Jonathan Scope at second, Spencer Torkelson at first, Eric Hos behind the dish, and you're starting pitching. Let's say you have no more than 12 different starters. You should feel pretty damn good, and I think you will. And that's what you need. I mean, I I know that they love the versatility huge. Um, I would love to see guys on a regular basis play the same positions, Um, but that's not the way this team is built. And I think it's going to help push people and create better matchups for A.J. Hinch this year than last year. And I think with some of the new rule changes, like you mentioned, I think it's really going to help Detroit. They need to steal some bags, right? I mean, that's, that's part of the game today. You have to be able to swipe some bags. And you've got to be able to hit homers. So let me just give you some, some quick numbers. They had 47 stolen bases a year ago. Only Minnesota and Colorado had fewer. They had 110 home runs. That's the fewest in a single season by an American League team since Kansas City in 2014, and they had the fewest multi-homer games in all of baseball. Even Washington had more. If those numbers, and I think the stolen bases will increase because you've got Veerling and Maytown with better speed and so on and so forth, and and the home runs, have, especially with the Tigers bringing the fences in at Comerica Park, the home runs have to be better than 110. They can't have that few home runs. I think it's going to create a, a, a lot more... Um, ability for Detroit to compete.
0: You know, I look at and speaking of home runs. I think Carpenter was over thirty between the bigs and the minors. You look at Meadows, who can hit the long ball. You think about Riley Green. Uh, he, you know, Baez. You hope gets used to the American League pitching. Scope has some pop. Torkelson can hit the long ball. Haas. I mean, it's sitting there. The only problem is now off the doubt of last year. Shep right. is that you hope these guys, like we said, return to form or the hope in the pace they were on two years ago, and the starting rotation. I mean, that, that needs to solidify. And the same thing with arms out of the bullpen. And I think Harris knew that, and he has so much young uh, uh, talent when it comes to arms and bats that he's going to see it through this year. And I think his big moves and the way he shapes his team really happens off season between 23 and 24.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Austin Meadows um, because – you know, I had mentioned Scope and Baez, but Meadows might be the key guy. He might be the most important guy. Amen. Because two years ago, as I'm sure you, you've talked about, he, he, put, he had 27 homers. He, he had 106 RBIs. He was a four-war player, and he was hitting cleanup like 54 times for Tampa. And that team went to the playoffs. I mean, he played in 142 games. He's got to play – uh, last year, obviously just 36 because of the issues that, that he had and, and, you know, bully for him for, for coming out and talking about it. It takes a, you know, a lot of bravado to be able to do that. And and we hope he's better uh, and had to have the first hit for Detroit today. But um, it, that's a, that's a key component. Um, I think the rotation is going to be okay, to be honest with it. Even if a guy and it's bound to happen, a starter goes down huge. You have guys like Alex Faieto and Joey Wentz and Garrett Hill and, Bo Brisky, all who have made major league starts, and I think feel much more comfortable and at ease in this camp than they have been in the past.
0: And hopefully, Eduardo Rodriguez doesn't pitch via Zoom, and he's actually <laughs> at the ballpark, uh, home and away. We'll see. They do have some young talent. It's going to be a fun team to watch. I don't have expectations for them, but I'm really curious to see uh, where you know Green, well, where he goes, where Torkelson goes, and.
1: Yeah. You, you don't have expectations, but we both said that we believe it's closer to 2021 than 2022. So I would ask you: it, it, you don't have high expectations. What are your expectations, and what what would they have to do to surpass them?
0: I think it. And I think it's Torkelson and Green to play like uh, we were thinking they're going to be the second coming of uh, you know Gibby and uh, you know the greatest in Major League Baseball, Griffey Jr. a year ago and. I just think that, I, I again, talk to me like, you know, the first checkpoint, Charlie, which is Memorial Day weekend for me. Give me 50, 60 games and let's see where Torkelson is at, uh, where Baez is at, you know, with the big swing, uh, what the new dimensions do uh, at home, what the... Uh pizza pizza bags do uh for the guys rounding the bases. Shep, I gotta get to a network timeout, man. I I I love this conversation. I can feel baseball we'll do it again. coming. All right, we'll buddy. We'll stay safe. Okay. My best you and your family, all right? All right, you too, bud. Yep. Thanks. Buddy. All right, Matt yeah. Shepard, he's a good man. TV voice, Bally Sports Detroit of your Detroit Tigers. Now, I will say they're gonna be a fun team to watch because they have all the young guys.